get ready for the journey of a lifetime. Omega Metroid is excited to launch a new series exclusive to our Patreon channel, The Great Metroid Area Ranking. Our mission is simple. We are going to rank every single area in the Metroid series two at a time. Join us on our Patreon as we delve into all the different locales across this amazing series and get in on the action by helping dictate what areas we rank next. The Great Metroid Area Ranking is available to all Omega Metroid tier patrons. Join us on this incredible adventure and help us decide for the final time which Metroid area is the greatest of them all. OmegaMetroid.com's Patreon is the home to the Great Metroid Area Ranking, ROM Hack Reviews, The Spateri Show, and so much more. Consider signing up today and see you next mission. Welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. How you doing, Al? Doing pretty peachy. Hey, guess what I'm going to go see tonight? What? Across the Spider-Verse. Yo, I, you know what? That's not even Zelda related, but I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, so so last night, Sam and I, at it, this is kind of our own fault, at like 5 o'clock, we were just like, hey, we should get Spider-Verse tickets. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that went about as well as you probably think. Yeah, we we did not go see Spider Verse. There was like two seats available on like the frontest front row, so, oh, so we might no. go try and see it tonight too. Actually, maybe like a later show. I tend mm-hmm. to get good luck with that, but I I got my tickets about a week ago. So oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I think uh, I am too. Spider Verse is was one of those like I was pretty over Spider Man and like Marvel yeah. it, almost in general by the time Spider Verse came out. So I, I was not expecting much, and uh, God, that movie! God, that movie is a masterpiece. Incredible, just an incredible movie. It's so good. I'm 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 always so blown away by the music of it, mm-hmm. and like the music of 2019 movies in general. Because I was watching a few, like they had really good music tastes in 2019. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a that's like a, a bumping soundtrack that I still listen to. Just like uh, me too, on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah, that's sweet. I uh, I hope I get to go tonight. Maybe we could talk a little bit about it. Uh, maybe not on the show, but you know, sometime before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we uh, we're here today, by God, to uh, to finish off our our thoughts on the regional phenomena side quest. I, I was good enough uh, to be corrected by by one of our <laughs> listeners who was like, "Well, actually, it's uh, phenomena." If it's uh, if it's plural and plural? phenomenon, yeah. if it's singular, yeah. So uh, it's my it. mistake, my mistake. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> uh, a couple a couple quick things to get to before we actually get to uh, talking about the Zora and the Gerudo uh, regional phenomena here, and um, we should start off with Al is our weekly progress update in yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. So you went first last time. Let me go first this week. My numbers. Okay. 
My numbers aren't great. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I didn't get a lot of, of time to play Tears of the Kingdom this week. We had some stuff around the house that needed addressing. So uh, so here we go. I am um, 122 shrines in, 56 light roots. I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 batteries, uh, 68 Koroks, and I've got... Uh, I got about 19 G's right now, thanks to my my pal, the infinite uh, duplication trick. <laughs> which, um, which, by the way, me I, I haven't checked out that thing you sent me this morning, but I'm I'm hoping for for good for good news because I got I need like good, 60 yeah. amber like right now. Yeah. Um. Just for everybody who's wondering, there was a duplication glitch that has been patched out per 1.1.2, I believe, update. But there does seem to be a new one that seems even better, in my opinion. I haven't tested it out yet, but definitely look it up. 1.1.2 update uh, duplication glitch. That way you can find it because it does look awesome. Right. Um, okay, Al, what do you got? Okay. I got like 26 hearts, um, 10 batteries. I've got 110 shrines, so you're beating me there. 83 light roots and 613 Koroks. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's where all my hours are going. Wait, how many hours do I even have in this game? But, like, all my time is pretty much going into Korok hunting. That is gross. How many hours do you have? 170. Holy sh- shoot. <laughs> I-, I just broke 100. So, nice. uh, <laughs> okay. I love it. Well, I-, I don't know if I feel like less of a chump or more of a chump because you have I, no you know what I, I feel like more of a chump because i mean like you have uh what did i say 68 you have 10 times the amount of korok seeds that i do yeah but like i said all my hours are you know if i have more time to play you said you were busy all week so it kind of makes sense like it's fine still you have more shines than me all your time is going into actual like producing of the game <laughs> you know not korok hunting well my thoughts are are this is like I need health and I need stamina before I yeah. can explore in battle. So like uh-huh. get those out of the way first and, and you know try and try and better myself as it were. So there I you love go. it. <laughs> um, okay, a few things to to get into here before we uh, begin the sh- begin our topic proper. Uh, first of all, I alluded to a couple weeks ago a giveaway and today we're gonna we're gonna make it official and let me give Ooh. you the, the backstory about this giveaway. So originally, I had pre-ordered my copy of Tears of the Kingdom from Best Buy, and uh, and as we got a little bit closer to, I started thinking about all these stories I heard about how much Best Buy sucks, and mm-hmm. and I had a and my own issue with them around Christmas time with a with an air purifier, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna see if I can get another copy from from somewhere else. So I went to the midnight release like we talked about a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, got a copy. It was a great experience. It was, it was a lot of fun. Met a lot of Zelda fans. But my Best Buy copy finally showed up like like a week and a half ago i haven't even opened it yet so now i got this extra copy of tears of the kingdom and uh, i don't know what to do with it so i'm gonna give it away so this is what we're gonna do on this show okay if you want to be mailed a copy a physical copy of tears of the kingdom this is what you got to do you have to go into your podcast app you have to leave us a review preferably Preferably five stars, but, uh, you know, I guess you can, if you want to leave us a, a four or a three-star review, I, I, whatever, uh, but leave us a five-star review. And you got to leave us a five-star review, and you got to put somewhere in that review, hashtag, let's say, uh, tears giveaway. 
okay? Or, or something to that effect. Tier, tears giveaway, T-O-T-K giveaway. It's got to be a hashtag something giveaway in your review so that I know you are listening to this show and you left us a, a sweet, sweet review on your podcast app of choice. So um, that's that's literally it. That's all you need to do. I'm going to pick a rando winner. And uh, once I pick a winner, I will get in contact with you. And I'm going to give you my extra copy of Tears of the Kingdom. If you already have a copy of Tears of the Kingdom, um, gift it to someone. You know, pa- Pass that forward. Gift it to someone that's maybe not all about this Legend of Zelda series and, and say it to them like, yo, this is what you're missing. This is what you got to play. This is what everybody's talking about. Here's Tears of the Kingdom. Love um, it. Or maybe you have a, a nephew or a niece or a son or a daughter that, that uh, you know, could use their first Zelda game. So whatever the case, uh, I'm giving it away. What you got to do one more time, you got to go into your podcast app. You got to leave us a review. It's got to say hashtag tears giveaway. Okay. That's the score. That's it. Nice and easy. Yeah. Fun times. Simple. Um, okay, and the other thing, I'm not ready to talk about it quite yet, but we're going to have an announcement, uh, I don't know, like two weeks maybe? Okay. Two weeks about something cool that we're doing, that we're going to do. We just talked about it, so uh, mm-hmm. just want to leave everybody in suspense there. Um, nice. So yeah. <laughs> just leave y'all hanging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what, that's what we got going on. Um, is there any, I, you know, I feel like there was something else that we wanted to talk about before we, uh, before we got into... The regional phenomenon but now you know now that we're on the spot the, the bright lights are on it's escaping me should we give another spoiler warning yes uh, yeah that that was that that was the plan but um <laughs> oh you know what i know what it was i know what it was okay um something pretty cool happened last week the zelda dungeon tears of the kingdom interactive map was featured in an article by forbes right yes that's pretty, right pretty cool yeah, yeah so like somebody from forbes was like Hey, of all of the Tears of the Kingdom interactive maps that I've seen online, this one is the best. And you know what? It is the best. And that's, it is the best. That's no disrespect to uh, to any of our competitors' interactive maps, but I've kind of been perusing them, and the Zelda Dungeon one is just on another level. On the yeah, the team that's working, I've been. I mean, I have a ton of Koroks, and it's because I've been using this map, and I've been using it every day that I play, and it's really cool to watch how the map has been updated and progressed and how the information has progressed i mean you can click on a shrine and there's now a youtube video on how to solve it you can click on a korok it tells you exactly how to get it or shows you a screenshot of where to start it's really cool and i i agree i think it's the best and that's really cool that it was featured in forbes and that team is incredible for working on that thing it's unbelievable and we're yeah. kind of biased because we know the guys that made it but like yeah. man they had this map so they, they did not get an advanced review copy which is baloney, but they, mm-hmm. you know, they had this map ready to go day one, like day, day one. one, and they were grinding and they were hustling and they were uh, putting in the hours and the work to, and, and, and sacrificing their own enjoyment of like the story and progression and stuff, by the way, so that other people could have that um, ready for them on day one when this game came out. So it's a, it's, it's a massive labor of love. It's a huge testament, a huge success it was featured in Forbes. Thought that was very cool. That is very cool. Yeah. I'm glad you remember that. That's awesome. Uh, okay, so there we go. Let's uh, let's dive in to the regional phenomena, and here I go. You know, what? do you want to give the spoiler warning this week? I I feel yeah, like I feel sure. like people listen to me say it, and it goes in one ear and goes out the other, like, and they're just like, "Why did you spoil this for me?" And it's like, "Well, I, you know, we we did say," and they're like, "Nope, nope, you spoiled it." So maybe it'll be <laughs> different coming from you. I don't know. I 
just, you know, we absolutely 100% respect everybody's desire to experience this game in their own time, in their own way. And we are a Zelda podcast, so we're going in, like, it's a brand new game, and we're excited <laughs> to talk about it. So we're going to talk about uh. it. We try to tell you um, every week exactly what we're going to talk about, and sometimes little things that we experience along the way do come up. So if you aren't ready to, you know, hear about certain things, or maybe anything at all, just come back and listen to these episodes when you're comfortable, or you finish your journey in Tears of the Kingdom. That, there it is. That That's that's it. And so, I, again, today we are going to be talking about the Gerudo Regional Phenomena. So if you have not finished that, don't listen. And we're going to be talking about the Zora Regional Phenomenon. So if you have not finished that, don't listen. Okay? Mm-hmm. Come back later. We'd love to have you come back later once you're caught up, once you're ready. Uh, we're on your schedule, right? Like, these episodes will be here forever. So... Don't and, and there's a chance that once we get going, we might talk about some adjacent things and different discoveries and stuff like that. We we won't talk about like the main overall plot points. Story, plot, nothing like that. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Outside of like these individual quests, the the, right. the Grudo and, and the Zora ones, we're not going to talk about like any of the like the main like we're not talking Dragon Tears, we're not talking uh, the main story, anything like that. We're just talking about these. Uh, you know, we're just talking about these quests. Which, by the way, we've we've been putting out a schedule that says that we're going to do a full spoiler cast. And I think that's actually scheduled for next week. But that ain't happening next week because I need more I time. Actually, I think we're actually ranking the dungeons next week and spoiler cast is the week after. Okay. Well, then that's good because uh, I need more time for the spoiler cast. Yes, same. And, and, and I think, frankly, a lot of people need more time, right? Like, I think yeah. a lot of people are like us. They don't want to kind of rush through the story. It's kind of nice when you have an open world game like that yeah. where you can take your time and be like, you know what, I'm not quite ready to finish the story yet. Yeah, so spoiler cast might even get bumped back and a little I'm bit okay more. I'm okay with that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's dive in. Do you want, you know, I, I was going to ask if you want to do Zora, if you want to do Gerudo first, but can I, can I just, can I call an audible here and say that we do Zora first? I'm 100% in agreement with you because I, I feel like we both feel the same about both of these, so... Yeah, okay. I'd rather end on a positive note. And so so Spoiler last alert. week, last week you hadn't done Gerudo, that's right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm 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 jazzed to talk about that. But let's talk about the Zora uh regional okay. phenomena first here. And um how do I how do I put this? It it wasn't it wasn't like not fun. It was fun. I think that everything about it was like fun, but I I think that the Zora one was the weakest of the four probably by a lot. I don't know if you would agree with that. Yeah. I, I do kind of feel that way. I was we talked about in the last episode how generally surprised we were by the Goron region being so strong because mm-hmm. in Breath of the Wild it wasn't that strong. So going into the Zora region, I was prepared for it to be at least you know middle ground because that's how I felt about it in Breath of the Wild. And I feel like of all all four, it's probably the one that I felt was like the most. Uh, I shouldn't say chore, because like you said, it's still fun. Yeah, but it was like, it wasn't as, I didn't feel as involved with it as I did with the others. Yeah, it, it like, like, there's I feel like there's... still like a barrier or something, I'm not sure how to put it. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of struggling the same way, like, it, there, like, it was fine, like, everything about it was fine, but like, when I think of, um, the other, the other regional phenomenon phenomena i'm sorry uh there's like there's these incredible set pieces to like every one like you have the the amazing ascension up into 
up into the sky and and all like the ships floating around and like that, like I just that was so incredible. And then on the Goron side, uh, we won't we won't spoil it just in case people are listening out of order. But like the whole the whole marbled rock quest and how it affects people around you and overcoming that and getting to the dungeon, like that was incredible. Um, and even Gerudo, which we'll talk about in a little bit, just that it had this like unbelievable like like it was sequence. So it was so, sweet, so fantastic. So there's nothing inherently wrong with the with the Zora region and the Zora phenomena, but there is there is something that just didn't feel I didn't feel as connected to it. Although I will say, as we talk about it, there are pieces that I loved that were so cool. Mostly because yeah. the music is fantastic. I think yeah. the music really grounded me a bit in in this section i want to say too this is i was kind of thinking about this to myself give me your opinion on this i think that if um perhaps i had done zora before specifically rito i might think more fondly of this No, and I know that I know that Nintendo created this game to you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want, but there's also a specific way they kind of want you to do it. Right. That's like very hinted. So I kind of wish they told us to go to Zora first because it felt the most it just, basic. After some, yeah, it, after something so epic as Rito and uh, something so like. It wasn't as epic, but it was, like, sweet, and, like, there was, like, a cool story that went along with it, and Yonobo had some clear growth. Something after those two, it just, it didn't really, it just didn't sit with me as well as the other two did. It was a little, um, underwhelming. That's a good word. Yeah, um, I, I would, I, I, you know, I don't even know if I want to say it was underwhelming. It just wasn't on the level of the other three, because mm. I think that those ones are on a really high level, whereas... You're probably going to hear me say this a lot about the the Zora portion. This felt like it was just right out of Breath of the Wild, like like the yeah. exact same kind of setup, the exact like basically from start to finish. It felt like this was out of Breath of the Wild, and it was still it was something from 2017 versus the other ones that I think clearly had some more. Um, God, I almost said effort, but like uh, I I don't know. They they had there's just more to them. It, they felt advanced or they felt evolved. Whereas this mm-hmm. one felt very, like like I said, like it's out of Breath of the Wild. So let, let's talk about it. So the first thing that you're going to notice about uh, Zora's Domain is that it is covered in sludge. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Everywhere Pollution. sludge. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, I have this thing about me. It happens in Mario Sunshine. It happens in Splatoon. If I see, like, sludge, uh, something kicks in. I'm like, I got to get rid of all of it. I got to get yeah. rid of every little bit. So Are I was, you? Yeah, like, like not all of it, but like certain yeah. certain spots. I was just like, okay, time to take out my my rusty broadsword and fuse it with the high like the hydro pump and just start cleaning and and getting to work. So in that sense, like like I can't sit here and say like I didn't have fun with the with the Zora part because because like mm-hmm. I did like it was it was fun it was fun enough. Um, and but in like I don't know there's there's something about it that's just kind of like rewarding, but then it's immediately dirtied back up again. So that wasn't that Yeah, rewarding. and I I do, like, appreciate the phenomena that they had because, like, it feels like every phenomena was very, like, traumatic to the people and to the region, mm-hmm. you know. And for fish people, you know, having their water polluted is just, like, horrifying, you know. Yeah. And they were getting sick and it was awful. So, like, I, I appreciated what the phenomena was and I thought that was uh, 
yeah substantial and significant so i i did like that portion yeah well, like yeah like i think the premise of it is is quite good um and 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 it's strong like it, like you said like it's a it's a pretty traumatic thing so mm-hmm. I, I you know when i started i was like okay here we go um and then so you get to zora's domain and you get to meet a new character new uh, character yona <laughs> yona I, so I just want to point out that I never got into the craze of Sidon, so I loved Yona, but I have seen some stuff online where Yona is not well-received. No, I, I saw that too. There's like a Kotaku <laughs> article about it, and they were like, people hate, people hate Yona. That's so sad for no reason other than <laughs> what part she plays. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I, I like Sidon. He, he's fine, but he's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I wasn't... I, I never quite understood it. Listen, I saw I saw the memes with uh, with Pura in this game, and I understood yeah. that side on. I don't know if I really ever understood. Hydrated Ganon, I understood. Yeah, I never really got never I really think got side on. Side on is really a fish. <laughs> I I don't know. There's it, it's not it's not the fish. Like I like I like Mifa. You know, but okay, uh, uh, you know, I, something about anyways. Yeah, Yona uh, gets uh, gets a bad reputation online for for no reason at all, other than making a making a honest man out of our boy Sidon. But uh, yeah, so we meet her. She looks interesting, by the way. She looks almost like she a frog like Ritu. Yeah, I thought she looked like Muzu, who's like the manta ray kind of looking green dude that hates your guts for yeah. no reason at all. Yeah, he uh, he's he's kind of an old bitter sort. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of like her design. Like I said, it looked manta ray froggish, kind of like a very a different kind of different kind of Zora, which I, I thought was kind of cool. Um. Anyways, yeah. she's just like, hey, you got to go meet Sidon. He's uh, he's doing something very important, and you don't know exactly what it is, but uh, she sends you to meet Sidon. And what he's actually doing is pretty cool. He's like like using his mystic powers to to clear the water for the rest of. Mm-hmm the Zora and it like the dude can't take a break or else the you know the the water is gonna be overrun with um with sludge Muck. Yeah. so I mean like it, it starts off I don't know it starts off pretty strong but like I just you know from there I think that you have to go and you got to find like the the ancient uh like waterworks and and like that's okay and like you go underneath in this kind of cool catacomb and like that's pretty fun but it, it I don't know. There was just something about that that was like missing. Maybe. I personally, I really liked the waterworks. I think a lot of like the stuff where you do things with the to get to the temples. There's like the portion that you do connecting with the sage, and then you do the portion of getting to the dungeon, and then you do the dungeon. And yeah. I felt like it was a little bit disjointed when it came to Sidon, and because, mostly because he's up there, he couldn't leave, he couldn't do anything with you, um, where the other ones kind of are with you from start, almost start to finish. So I, I actually really like the waterworks area, uh, just because the music is like incredible. There's like this really cool choir bit to it. It's, a, it's like this underground, beautiful like water temple, almost like lake bed kind of feel. It kind which, of, yeah. I didn't like Lake Bed, but I thought the aesthetic was of Lake Bed was really cool. So it was very pretty and sounded very cool, and I liked that portion. It, it almost felt like that should have been the Water Temple versus like yeah. what actually ended up being the Water Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, but it, it was just like a little bit too short. That, that's what I meant by missing. Not that I didn't like it because I, I did. I, I agree. I thought it was like a very cool kind of aesthetic and vibe, but it, it, it was over like quite quickly, and. Um, 
and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, if I'm missing a step, like, basically right after, you have to go and find uh, the King Zora, who got into a fight with a, a muck-covered monster, and is healing, and you, you gotta go track him down, which, which like, doesn't, um, I don't know, it doesn't have the same kind of, like, panache as, as the other quest that we've talked about, um, again, which, mm-hmm. uh, like, not that it's not fun, but it's kind of, like, Pretty quickly you find him. You got to sneak up on those little kids, which isn't like all that. <laughs> it's not all that fun. And then you mm-hmm. got to go find him, talk to him. And, you know, that that's kind of the next little part of your quest. But it was missing to me that uh, that that big hook, I guess. Yeah. I want to say that the king portion is actually before the waterworks. Because is it? Okay, I'm the, sorry. Yeah, he gives you like the king's spe- uh, spear or something that you attach to your arrow. And you do, like, a quick quest to open the waterworks with that. Which, which by the way, was pretty cool. Because, like, there's a bunch that of floating cool. rocks. And if you look at them from the right mm-hmm. angle, they make... Uh, a tear? Yeah. Or, that, like, so, a droplet. So yeah. that that was actually pretty cool. But, but again, like, I, I think maybe my problem as I'm, as I'm talking it out with you, Al, is, like, everything felt, like, kind of bite-sized. Like, there was, like, a, a, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of, like, random little things that you had to do versus, like, one kind of, like... You know, again, like with, to compare it to the Rito, which maybe isn't fair. Like it was one big climb, or like with right. with uh, with Unobo, it was like one source that's kind of you know, yeah, getting I think, all these yeah, guys think, acting out of sorts that you need to take care of. Mm-hmm. That kind of, I think, yeah, where I said it was like disjointed. That makes a lot of sense now when you when you put the other two that way, where it does feel like one long kind of cycle. Whereas with the Zora, it's still it's like okay, go do this, go do this, go do this, but it doesn't feel like a flow. It feels very kind of disjointed, especially because your connection with Sidon is also disjointed and all yeah, that. Whereas yeah. you're very connected with the other two stages you know that we've I, talked about before i agree you know right before you said that i was about to bring up too i think you brought up a good point where it's like you don't really get to hang out with sidon like almost at all until you mm-hmm. actually get to the water temple and i will say too so like the the next portion of what you have to do and and i could be skipping apart as well but the next portion that i remember you're going up and you've got your zor armor which is very cool um mm-hmm. i still haven't found the top or the bottom yet i don't know okay. where those are um but i gotta talk to our girl yelna I guess you know what you know what. By the way, one thing that I really like in Tears of the Kingdom with the Zora armor is that you don't have to press A when you get to the waterfall anymore. You just hit it yes. and you go right up. Yeah, it's cool. I love that. Yeah, it's such a it's such an That's improvement. That's a good quality of life improvement. Yeah, because yeah. like especially for the type of stuff that we're doing now. So like, there's these really cool floating islands in the sky that are that are you know have these waterfalls coming out, and you've got to you got to basically like swim up them and 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 sail over to the next uh, to the and next low waterfall. gravity too. Yeah, low gravity. It's very cool. Although I'm still waiting for like an explanation or reason for the low gravity. Yeah, doesn't yeah, seem to game, be one. This game has a couple things that they need to explain, and I feel very Andy Spiteri and being like, "Where the heck are the? <laughs> where the? Where's all the Sheikah stuff? They don't explain anything." I, I will say that the the low gravity thing it, it doesn't bug me as much because I'm like, "Why is this yeah. like this?" And then I'm like, "Oh, whatever. Eh, it is what it is." Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, like, but, uh, so this part is very cool, and, and being able to just, like, hit the waterfall and, and go straight up is way better, like, way better mm-hmm. than before, and, and this is pretty fun, too, and, like, there is some, like, there is some fun, like, I, I don't want to call them puzzles, but, like, ways that you need to get up there, especially, with, like, the floating loji bubbles that we saw in the mm-hmm. trailer that you need to ride, and, and that kind of stuff, like, yeah. like, it's fun, but, again, you don't have side on, and, and it is... This yeah, is probably the longest part of it, but 
he even suggests splitting up, which is so weird yeah. compared to the other ones. You're with them the whole time, and he's like, let's split up and find the entrance to this tumble. And it's like, why Why are we splitting up? You're supposed to be my pal, you know? It, like, it doesn't help that he has... Like, he doesn't feel very useful there either, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. you're you're soaring through the air, and when you're doing that with Tulin, it's like, okay, like, he's actually incredibly useful because he's helping me get to the the point a to point b when you're when you have yonobo it's like okay this guy's uh breaking boulders breaking rocks in front of me and as we'll talk about in a bit like riju is essential to, to mm -hmm. what you're doing and and sidon he's not really like he he's just kind of there and it, and it also doesn't help that he has like the just in generally speaking not even in terms of like this specific climb but, like he has like i would say by far the like least useful ability i don't yep, know i I almost feel bad that I have all the other stages enabled and I have Sidon disabled. I feel bad about that. But at the oh, same time, tough. he just gets in the way and his his gift isn't as beneficial to me as like Mipha's grace, you know. Or or Daruk's protection, which I think is, is what it's supposed to mimic. Yeah. Um, but Daruk's protection was like incredibly automatic. useful. Yeah, yeah and, and, it was and like you an use automatic it. Shield. This one, uh, not so much. I, or I really haven't found, like beyond the Water Temple, I haven't found a use for... The, the water ability that you get from mm -hmm. your weapons. I, I mean, I guess, like, the shield is, is like, the main draw, but, I, yeah, it, it's no Daruk's protection, that's for sure. Or Mipha's Grace, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately. So, yeah, I mean, like, you, you eventually, you scale your way up to the water temple, and I don't want to talk a whole lot about the, the temple, because we're going to be talking about it next week. Um, but, yeah, this, this one was very... Um, I don't know. Basic. Basic. You know how I was saying last week, like, some of these dungeons feel like kind of the, the best of both worlds. Like, the, the, the new style open world Zelda dungeon that we got in Breath of the Wild mixed with, like, some elements of, of classic Zelda dungeons. This, mm -hmm. to me, was like Va Water Temple. Like it was, it, it was, was like a divine ball, beast. Yeah, ball water temple. It was, and it. Um, I tried really, really hard to do everything um organically in this temple, but I could see how it could be very, 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 very easily cheesed. Like, yeah. So it, could be, it. So that was kind of like one of those things where I know if I play Tears of the Kingdom again, I'm gonna get to this temple and be like, ah, I could just use a hover bike to get to all of these, and the puzzles are pretty simple to cheese. So. Yeah, so I mean, we'll talk more about it. Uh, we'll talk more about it next week. Um, the The boss fight, I will say, was actually I thought it was like relatively challenging. Actually, I don't know about you. I thought this was a missed opportunity for. So I was going into this temple assuming that the boss would be Gyorg, and I thought this would have been a cool way to bring back the Minish Cap interpretation of Gyorg because you're up in the sky. You know, I just thought that would have been, would have been really cool to have a giant flying manta ray, you know? Mm. So I was, I had high expectations and I did that to myself and I was kind of disappointed. I thought it was like, compared to the other two bosses that we've like already faced, and it, we can talk about this in more detail. I, I personally was disappointed. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't disappointed um, with, with the boss. I, I was a little like... I don't, I don't know if I want to go as, as far as to say disappointed, but, like, a, a little just, uh, I, I don't know, underwhelmed, I guess, with, like, the whole Zora presentation. Because that, that was one of my favorite areas in, in Breath of the Wild. Like, I thought the story with Mipha was great. I thought that the 
you know, Sidon, the character was great. I thought it was really fun riding on Sidon in like, mm-hmm. like, like that's the thing. Like Sidon felt like essential when you were trying to get on, uh, uh, Varuto and, and in here, he's just basically like, I'm cleaning the water. Let me know when you're up to the water temple. I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. And you only really use this power to activate like the, the things that you need to activate in the dungeon. And yeah. that was kind of it. Yeah, like you, you could use it to to clear the pathway of sludge, but like you know, I mean, let's be real here. You probably already have like a weapon that's fused with the with the hydro pump, and you're just clearing stuff out of the oh, way yourself. Oh, hydro pump, splash fruit—they all yeah. are much quicker than using Sidon, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and then you know, once you use it too, you have to wait for it to recharge, which also takes forever. And even yeah. like in the boss battle, you don't have time to wait to, for mm-hmm. him to recharge. So he he was. It was kind of weird. He was he was just kind of there. And by the way, speaking of Mifa, there was that nice little uh, monument that they made for her. Yeah, Mifa's court. Because when you get to Zora's domain, there's the statue of Mifa is not there. Yeah. It's Link and Sidon. And I was like, what the heck? Where is Mifa? Why would they get rid of it? And then it turns out it's up in Mifa's court. And I thought that was cool. That was cute. The music was very pretty, too. It was yeah. like a combination of Mifa and Sidon's theme. And I thought that was pretty. Which is funny and People can correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the first mention to any of the champions that I've seen in this game. I still haven't seen a mention. Like, like I think maybe in passing, they might have said Urbosa once or twice, but like, there's there's nothing really that I've seen that's like Rivali or Daruk. Or, like, I think there's a sculpture of Daruk in, in Goron City, but like, yeah. really there's not, like, they're not, uh, they didn't bring up those characters as much as I thought that they might, which maybe is uh, good. I don't know. Yeah, I I, want to say, like, I don't remember anything about Rivali. I, maybe Daruk was kind of, like, mentioned in passing, but I think Mifa was definitely mentioned more than the others, because she was mentioned in side quests, too. Right. Um, When you talk to the Zora people afterwards. So, she was definitely mentioned a lot more. I think Urbosa was mentioned a little bit, but Mifa was definitely had the most recognition, which is kind of sad, like... I personally didn't want to see the champions a lot, the previous champions a lot in this game, but it would have been nice if they, like, I don't know, acknowledged them more. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big sacrifice that they that they made. Yeah. And, like, even, uh, this is completely off topic, but I was doing, um, I finally was doing some side quests, and I got to Heteno and was in the school, and they were, like, they were talking about the history of the Calamity and the right. champions, and I was like, oh, come on, like, these guys have names, come on! Yeah, they yeah they talked about a few things and like I don't know what's up with it, but they just won't name drop a few things that I'm like, why aren't they dropping the names of some of these characters? Like, why not just mention them by name? Or with that school and the lesson about the the calamity, they won't say yeah. like how long ago it happened or the fact that Link is standing right here and the kids are like, oh, that the, the hero sounds so cool, and it's like, dude, I'm right here, you know. <laughs> we should try and make some monster curry though. I bet you that could be good. <laughs> Oh to... yeah, like some at the marathon, make some monster curry. Yeah, she find it. some monster extract. How hard could it be? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, one of the one of the things about this is that uh, um, or, 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 let me rephrase that. One of the the cool points I think about this side quest is when Sidon is like officially crowned king, which is like pretty pretty cool. That's a pretty big, you know, it's a pretty big thing. But yeah, even even that like a little bit felt, I don't know. Like it felt kind of sudden. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very sudden because King Dorfan, he was hurt, and he was like, you know, I'm getting old, and this might be a sign that Sidon's ready to take over. And so they 
they send him to be a king, but like you don't see any of that going on. You also don't see Sidon and Yona get married, but they're married now. Yeah, I, I think my problem with the whole king thing is like, and, and maybe it's like a kind of meta thing here, but like, I was just like, man, Sidon was like no help in this dungeon, like at all. Uh, he wasn't really a help getting up there. And like, yes, he's he's clearing the water and he's proving his worth, but like, he wasn't like you know, like usually when when a king is like, okay, it's time to crown the new king, it's because like the son or the, the 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 next in line has done something like really cool or like really like you can't you're just like that's the man like that this is the king hmm. now you know like like when aragon took on sauron like he was like okay this this right. dude is our king um still with that lord of the rings reference but uh nice I yeah love it. this, love this one this one is like the king is too injured like the king's really the man but since he's kind of injured and old like you're gonna be the guy instead um mm -hmm. I don't know. And yeah, I, I thought that uh, it, it was, listen to us kind of talking about this, but like, it, it wasn't like, the, I think that uh, Yona and, and Sidon could have used another couple scenes together. Because I, I was just like, yeah. is this like an arranged marriage? Like, this is very formal, very weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, apparently they were like childhood friends and Yona comes from a different domain. And all I'm thinking over here is like, where? Yeah. What domain are you talking about? Is she in the ocean? Is that why she looks like a manta ray? Like, I, you know nothing about Yona except that they were childhood friends. That's it. And I, and then in Breath of the Wild, I was like, I was looking back at my experience with Breath of the Wild. I'm like, I don't even mention you once. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It just, it kind of feels like, kind of feels like it was rush, rushed and disjointed. Like, they had material there that could have been great, but they didn't expand upon it. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like we're dogging on this section. And I, and I want to reiterate, like, I had fun with with this section and with the segment. Like it was, you know, all all of these things individually were like very fun. I just think that when you add them up together as like one cohesive storyline, it just it didn't quite compare to the other ones in terms of like what was exciting to me and, and what I found like really kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So I, I sorry sorry to uh, to the Zoras here. Um, yeah, didn't mean to pick I on mean, you. It kind of feels like you you have such strong sections of this game and story of this game, and it's okay that some of the sections are not as strong as others. I'm just glad that it's, like, one out of four. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I think that all of them, all the rest of them are, like, incredibly strong, and mm -hmm. um, it, it was a little bit too bad that, like, it was too bad. Last thing I want to say about the Zora, and then we'll move on, but, like, you know, like, the, the quest to get to the temple, a little bit underwhelming. The actual temple itself... A little bit underwhelming. The the story surrounding it, a little bit underwhelming. So, like, all of these things were, like, a little bit underwhelming. And, like, I think if you look at the other quests, like, maybe you could you could pinpoint, like, the Rito, for example, and say, like, yeah, everything was really good, but, like, the Wind Temple was, like, maybe not, like, the best. I could listen, temple, yeah. yeah I, I could listen to that argument, but then, like, everything else surrounding it was, like, really, really strong. So, mm -hmm. this one, unfortunately, kind of had, like, everything was in my opinion a little bit basic i i guess yeah you know which yeah, is too bad that's what we keep coming back to so yeah, yeah. um okay let's talk about the uh the gerudo regional phenomenon yeah phenomenon there you go phenomenon <laughs> singular um this was awesome this was so good i i had the time of my life this might have actually been my favorite I don't know if it's this one or if it's the Goron one, but, like, 
it's definitely one of these and it's i i just i had such a blast tell me tell me your thoughts because this is probably fresh on your mind right yeah, I just did it last night because oh, I was yes. trying to hold off as long as possible. I was trying so hard, but I knew we were going to talk about it. Um, I personally never like sand portions of games or desert portions of games. Um, I loved this portion of the game. First of all, I like the whole place is covered in a shroud. And like you live in the desert, so sandstorms are going to come up. But this shroud is like so like debilitating to their to their livelihood that they had to go into hiding underground which is just crazy and it's just like this gross sand that's also bringing in monsters so i really liked what the like the the phenomena brought again it was just like another tragic event that you have to watch these people go through and like figure out how to help them can i interject with something that i really loved here yeah i i think that there is often times when you play this game and like Oftentimes, I feel like, do these people not remember me from Breath of the Wild? Like, yeah. Like, um, I, I saved the world. Remember that? That was like a few years ago. Like, you should, like, <laughs> like anytime you see Bolson, he's like, hey, young man, who are you? And it's like, dude, you built my house. Like, come on. So, one thing that I, I loved was, like, you get to the underground Gerudo bunker, and I was like, okay, well, how are we going to infiltrate this? And and you, mm-hmm. I guess you sort of have to like kind of infiltrate, but not not really. You can get there, and they're like, I recognize you. You helped us, and they let you in, and it's yeah, great. yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of because it's Bularia who Bularia, yeah, Bularia. Yeah, she's the one who recognizes you. But I I also like how you infiltrate the area, and it felt very Gerudo from games past how you infiltrate it. Like I got. Ocarina of Time vibes, Majora's Mass vibes, where you have to infiltrate the Gerudo region, sneak in there, and then they eventually, like, welcome you in with open arms. Mm-hmm. Like, they, well, I guess not in Majora's Mass, but you know what I'm talking about. And I was like, this felt so Gerudo. I loved it. Okay, I have to, we have to correct ourselves. It's, uh, it's Belyra. Belyra. Belyra? I think that's okay. how you say it. B-U-L. Riju says I... her name, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, like, Belyra, something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's go with that. Riju says her name, so I'll just whatever Riju says is what I'll say. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just say Blyra. Blyra. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I thought that that was great. You you get in and it like it, it's really cool because like again you kind of go to Zora's domain feels mostly the same. Goron City feels mostly this. It's Rito City. Like it feels mostly the same. This one I was like this is really cool because I don't remember if they were in Breath of the Wild. I don't remember them at all. These like little underground catacombs. Um, and you can explore them, and it feels new and fresh, and, like, there's that cool little section if you really go a little bit deeper and mm-hmm. that you can find. Um, so I, I thought that this was, like, I thought this was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, that was that was definitely cool. And um, getting, to, uh, getting to town, when you walk in first, you start to notice that, like, obviously the town is kind of destroyed from the, the haze, but also there are new monsters in there. Hmm. What did you think of the Gibdos? I thought they were awesome. Really? Honestly, I thought I thought they were incredible. I I just like I knew that they were going to be in the game, but like seeing them, I was just like, mm, yes, this is this is wicked. Um, fighting them, you know, it, it's fine. Like you, uh-huh. if you've ever fought a Gibdo, you know exactly what to do. You light it on fire and you quickly take them out. But I I loved it. I think that they look great, and they always okay. have like arrows sticking out of them too, which which I like. 
So, yeah, because what? they seem impervious, you know, until you hit them with elemental powers. Yeah. I will say I was initially a little disappointed because they didn't scream at you and, like, try to hug you to death. Oh, uh, you was... know what? I'm okay with that. Okay. I just felt like that's very traditional for Redead and Gibdos. And, of course, these also look like Redead, but they're called Gibdos, so I was kind of, like, confused. But then I saw it, like, saw them moving, and their necks, like, do this weird lizard mm -hmm. fluttering thing. And also they do, like, this weirdly creepy ring woman crawling across the ground thing really fast at you, like, fast zombies. And it's creepy. So then I was like, okay, no, I, I can get behind these Gibdos. They are creepy AF, and I love them. I, I thought they were great. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I listen, I, I like the classic, like, they scream at you, and, and it stops. Like, there is a sense of dread there, but, like... I, at this point, now it's just kind of annoying because it's like, oh, God, like, I, I want to move, like, you know, like, mm -hmm. let, let's let me go. So I was glad that they dropped that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> you want to know what I instantly thought of when the moth ones started showing up? I said, they fly now. Oh, my God. <laughs> they fly now. They fly now. <laughs> I yeah, they have ones that are like, like a combination of like moth, the moth enemies that we've seen in Zelda 2. Pretty awesome, actually. And very, are cool. Very terrifying to see a flying Gibdo. Yeah. Never seen that yeah. before. Yeah, I thought the design looked great. So obviously, this is the big. This is the big thing happening to to Gerudo Town. Is like they've got these crazy sandstorms going on, and they are infested with these Gibdo nests. And there's the, all these Gibdos coming down. They look awesome, and they they look creepy. And man, this this next portion was so incredible. I, I you know actually I'm skipping ahead a little bit. So first of all. First of all, you have to go find Riju, and she's training, yeah. and she's got mm -hmm. her her lightning dance thing going on. And and I will say, I wish that there was a way to activate her lightning without having to shoot arrows, because at the time I was like, I have like five arrows, I don't have arrows to spare. Oh, okay. I've been like perpetually low on arrows, my, like my entire playthrough. Uh, I just went around to all the beetles and bought a ton until I had like six hundred. Well, I've also been perpetually low on rupees in my in my <laughs> playthrough, so. Uh, well, not anymore, actually, thanks to you. But yeah. so, so you find Riju. Riju looks good. Like she, she looks uh, a little grown up. A little she's grown got up. Dual swords. It's so yeah. cool looking. She looks great. Yeah, I, I thought she, she looks great. She sounds a little bit different, almost like a little bit more mature. Not quite mm -hmm. like Urbosa, like badass mm -hmm. level, but like you, you could tell, like she's, she's on her way. She's definitely matured. She's got some courage. I, I. She she's probably my favorite of the new champions, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um and we'll talk about it later at the end of the temple how I felt about her at the end, but like it's kind of a common theme with everybody growing in this game and like gaining confidence and Riju yeah. definitely has it cuz she was worried in Breath of the Wild. She was like I'm really young to be a chief and I don't know if I'm like strong enough to take care of these people, but in this game, she's like, I know that I can take care of these people, and they're my people, and I can do what I can. And she's very commanding and yeah. militant, and she's fantastic. Like, I, I felt like, you know how we were just saying, like, it's a Sidon wasn't that helpful. I felt the complete opposite mm -hmm. about Riju. Like, it, mm -hmm. without her, like, this town was lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. bar none. So I, I thought that that was fantastic. So you go and recruit her. You got to find your way through the desert, which is which is also very Ocarina of Time esque, like when you're in the haunted wasteland, which I love. Mm -hmm. um, I think this this happens after, right? Where you go to activate the light beacons. Yeah, that happens after. Yep, yep, that happens a little later. You find Riju, and then the bazaar, Car uh, Car Bazaar, is on is it being attacked by Gibdos? That's right. Mm -hmm. um, 
So you gotta go and you gotta go rescue them, and and you find out that you can actually hurt these Gibdo nests with your electrified uh, arrow shock, which is so cool. So you go and take that out, and then the real the real drama starts to happen. It is an all-out assault on Gerudo Town. This was so awesome. This was so great. Say like I felt very. In, like, in a good way, because I know we don't have a good taste on Age of Calamity, but this, like, felt a little like Age of Calamity, where... Kind of, yeah. Yeah, where you kind of, you fight alongside characters to save the town, and she, she instructs you to go talk to, like, the captains of the guard and set up, you know, defenses and offenses and prepare for the onslaught. And then when you you start the onslaught, it felt very Age of Calamity, where Riju is, like, instructing you from afar the whole time, and you have to go and kind of protect her. It was great. I thought that was really cool. This was one of my favorite sequences of the game, actually, so far. Like, it was it was intense. It was action-packed. It was, like... Like, I love, like, when you're playing a video game, and you, like... It's, it, like, it's frantic, and you're, you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, no, like, I, I'm doing this thing here, but I gotta run over, and, like, you've got these... So, Gerudo Town is under assault. There are three giant Gibdo nests and it's up to you and Riju to take them all out and like all the rest of the guards that's the thing about the Gerudo guards too is like they're doing their job like they're actually fighting they're not just mm-hmm. like useless NPCs like one of them's got the cannon going the other one's kind of sticking it to the Gibdo like granted they don't know to use fire but uh they're they're at least they're trying they're holding him mm-hmm. so- somewhat at bay um and this was just, this was just so great. So like Riju's in the center and like she's charging up her her electric abilities and it's kind of up to you to like let it let it uh, as it expands go and target all the Gibdos and like it's just like so awesome. Like you you shoot the arrow and it's like this giant explosion that wipes out all these Gibdos and then there's all mm-hmm. by the way there's all the Gibdo like bones which are super powerful yes. but yes. break yeah. very quickly. Very quickly, yeah, uh, yeah. That it was a very very cool sequence. And it just, it also, it felt out of place compared to the others, but, like, in a good way. I was like, this is so, I feel so much more involved yeah. with not only the story, but Riju. Like, we were a team, and that was really cool. Yeah, and, like, like like it had it had an urgency about it. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, okay, like, I finally, I've, I've got rid of these Gibdos. Like, now's my chance. I'm going to take my one shot to get this. Yes, I got the, you know, I got the, the nest blown up. But, but, like, oh, no, there's, like, eight flying Gibdos on the other side. Like, I got to run over and I got to go and get them. So, like, it was, this was so awesome. This was so fantastic. And, uh, it, like, it, it just, it had something, like, it had a feeling to it. Like, an urgency, uh, a sense of danger, maybe, that the other phenomenon did not have. And, like you said, like, I felt like... What, after I was done, I wanted to be like, oof, Riju, let's get a beer. Like, we earned that. Like we, Yeah, right. Let's you know? go, what is it? Noble Pursuit? Let's go yeah. to the bar and get a Noble yeah. Pursuit. <laughs> and, and by the way, and like, there's that one scene, too, where like Riju like, storms back, and she's like, uh-uh, not today, Gibdos. Like, these are my people. And she's mm. got this new ability, and like she's awesome in that moment. Belira's awesome, and like the whole the whole thing is like so incredible. It was so well done. It felt I felt like I was like playing Halo or something like that, where like you know I was I was desperately running over to to fend off the next wave of of attackers. Like this mm-hmm. this was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Like I said, it felt very Age of Calamity to me, and or just Hyrule Warriors in general, because you had different sections that you had to defend or come back if Riju was being attacked, and it was just it was very involved. So yeah. cool, man. The fr- when I saw like there literally was a time where I saw like six flying Gibdos, and I was like, oh my god, no. 
and uh, <laughs> like lighter. sniping him in the air with my with yeah. my fire fruit arrows, waiting for Riju to charge. And you know, the charge finally goes. You finally hit it, and it's like, yeah, this this is great. very satisfying. Yeah, yeah. This uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite sequences of the game. If you can't tell by my reaction mm-hmm. here, um, I just I, I thought it was so fun. Like it was like every single box was was ticked off and. And I was kind of, like, when I was talking about the Goron, I was surprised by how awesome it was. I was, I don't know why, but I, I was, like, expecting the Gerudo portion to be awesome, because I thought that the Gerudo part was, like, by far, actually, the best part of Breath of the Wild. This is even better than I thought it was going to be. This is sweet. Glad. Like, I, I personally didn't much care for the Gerudo region in Breath of the Wild, because you have to go and do the Yiga stuff, and and then you come back, and then you and Riju go on and take on Naboris, and then you get on Naboris, and... Boris is a tough divine beast, so like it was fine, but it wasn't like my favorite. But this is definitely my favorite phenomena of the whole thing, and so I would honestly say the dungeon too. When we start ranking the dungeons next week, the dungeon is phenomenal. Oh yeah, the dungeon is 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean the rest. Before we get to the dungeon, you got to do a little, uh, a few little things. You got to go and activate Mm -hmm. a couple pillars of light to get there. That's fine. That's like it's kind of like a cooldown after the, yeah. the big battle scene. Right. So, like, I, I thought that this was fine. I will say, I missed uh, Patricia. I actually haven't seen Patricia at all yet in this game. Oh, okay. She's she's there, so just keep looking for her. But, yeah, I did kind of miss having Patricia around. Or, um, I should have used the sand seal, but I didn't because I was worried yeah, about not either. going. Because you're in that sand, and, like, when you're high enough, I put my markers, and I'm like, I know I'm going straight. Yeah. And so I didn't want a sand seal to kind of, like, jive me around. So I was just like, I just got to go straight. Because that sand is so hard to navigate. Well, you can't open your map in that either, which, mm-hmm. which is the yeah. real kicker. Yeah, and I put my markers thinking they would help, but it didn't. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then you get to the Lightning Temple, which, you know what? You know how last week I was bitching about the temple names? Yeah. Why in the world is this called the Lightning Temple? Um, because she's the Sage of Lightning, and, like, I, I, I understand your your hesitance, especially when there's no lightning involved except for Riju, but, like... <laughs> Come on! Like... <laughs> like, I could understand Sand Temple, I could understand, like... Gerudo Pyramid, something like that, like... Something like that, Why is this called the Lightning Temple? There's no light. It's a temple of light! It's because they're all named after the Sage's powers, that's why. And by the way... The water temple. Where's the water? Yeah. <laughs> there is Although, no water. I did predict, and nobody was nobody was around to hear me predict it, but I did predict uh, that we would raise and lower the water levels in that dungeon, and you did. Like, there was water, but... Ah, oh, come on. You, you did that. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, you did that for, like, two seconds. It wasn't like a... Mm. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um... <laughs> But yes, name aside, I thought that this dungeon was fantastic. It, uh, I would say this, I think like in terms of like structure and layout, it, it kind of was similar in a sense that like it was not quite on the level of the Goron one where I, I think that one was like a, a, felt to me like the most classic Zelda dungeon kind of dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the aesthetic and everything else, like the music in this dungeon more than made up for that and and like it, it was it was phenomenal it was it was yeah. a great dungeon the music was cool i i personally felt this felt more like a traditional dungeon than a modern dungeon to me because there were elements where i was 
where I was like, oh, I could probably cheese this, but it wouldn't let me. So mm. there were stuff where I was like, ooh, I could cheat this. And I, and I was like, no, it is kind of guiding me in a way. And I kind of like that. Like, sometimes I wish we could go back to linearity. And I felt like there was some linearity to this dungeon. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Like, I, I think that you... You know, in fact, let's just save it for for when we talk about the dungeons themselves. But um, I, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think that there is a structure to it. I think that mm-hmm. you probably could still go in in whatever order that you oh, yeah, kind of yeah. want. But um, yeah. there is like a like a not a preferred way, like an optimal way to do it. Yeah. Um, great boss fight. Thought yep, the boss fight was boss cool. Fight. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the uh, the ending of it. I again, I, I thought it was strong. It really made Riju look strong. Uh, kind of solidified her as like this kind of cool badass, like mm-hmm. kind of coming into her own, right? Like yeah, and and, and not badass because she's doing like because you know, she's saying like these cool lines or whatever. But like she's like in the thick fighting with you, and like it's it, it was a uh, it was a great it was a great sequence. Like the whole mm-hmm. the whole thing from start to finish. I, I think this is probably my favorite one. If I yeah. if I have to assign a favorite. I know last week we were talking about how the cutscene at the end is the same for every oh, single one. God. And it and it, it continued to be, but I feel like Riju's was the best. She like when you when you listen to <sighs> poor Sidon, I feel so bad for Sidon, but he is corny AF. He is the cheesiest dude out there. And so when I was doing a section, I was just like, Oh, Sidon, just stop talking. You're so cheesy. But Riju, she just sounded so strong and like like powerful and like the power of friendship but not in a corny way and she's like i'm ready to stand by your side and defeat this demon king it sounds effing fun like let's do it and she was awesome and i i my sister was sitting next to me when i finished that last night i turned around like she's the best she's so cool (laughs) there's something too that uh like consistently not even in this game but like in, in multiple other games that i love about like just how much the Gerudo hate Ganondorf's ass for oh, like yeah. for sullying their name, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they hate this guy, and Riju yeah. like just wants to 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 wipe his face all across the pavement. Like it's I, I like that, but man, oh my god, I like watching this for the fourth time. I was just mm-hmm. like, come on, like there yeah. there has to be a way that we could like program another cutscene or something because like. So that's the imprisoning war. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> like, uh, it, it's almost like it's, it's almost like it's too open this game. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, yeah, like, come on. Like there has to be a way that you could think of like to get, if they can be tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah. Like, like good. great. If you want to let players do it in whatever order they want. But like, I, I don't know. There's, there's gotta be like something that we can do to like prevent this. Cause mm-hmm. That, that was a gripe of mine. And it, I have actually a, a gripe. I'll save it for when we talk about the Dragon Tears. But, like, I do have a gripe about the way that those Dragon Tears are, like, presented to you. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. Uh, great portion. Uh, probably probably the best in, in the regional phenomenon. They, they mm-hmm. it, was, it was so fun. I loved it. I, think, I thought Riju was awesome. Her ability is great. Um, just... Just like a, a super fun section of the game. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's definitely my favorite. And I'm excited to rank the dungeons because uh, I feel like, I feel like for the most part, we'll probably agree. But like, this was definitely my favorite, which is so weird for me to say when I don't usually like like sand areas, sand yeah. dungeons or anything of the like. Um, so there will be, by the way, well, and we'll reiterate this next week, of course, but like there will be some spoilers for the dungeon ranking episode that goes beyond the four regional phenomenon dungeons. 
Yep. So there, I don't want to say a whole lot else, but there is spoilers for that episode that will go on beyond the four dungeons. So just, there you go. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I had a great time with, uh, with the Grudo area. I think the Zora area could have been better. But it, it wasn't like it wasn't fun. So it's just that I, I feel like the other three really kind of leveled up, whereas as Zora kind of stayed the same. It was a little bit more of the same. Um, okay. Yep. I so, think that's a fair statement. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, there it is. That's uh, that's our regional phenomena finished. We, we talked about Rito. We talked about Goron. We talked about Zora. We talked about Gerudo. And we're moving on to, to other things next week. We're going to talk about some dungeons. We will do a full spoiler cast here sometime in the future. Um, we will talk about the bosses in this game, including some of like the like optional. Um, I guess I don't know. You can't even call them mini bosses because they're not mini, but like optional mm-hmm. bosses that exist in this game. So that's on tap. Uh, eventually, we're gonna do a Q and A. Get your guys's uh, questions answered. Um, we'll talk about the side quests. We'll talk about some of the. Maybe we should do side adventures and side quests. There's there is so much. There's so much. There's yeah, so I much. Feel there's definitely a difference between the two, so I wouldn't mind separating them. Um, and we might have to do like two or three episodes on side adventures, and then like, God, I don't even know how many on side quests. We're gonna talk about <laughs> the outfits. We talk about the music. We got uh, we we got tears. Summer continuing on as we uh, as we go away into uh, you know into what comes next. Um, so yeah, just want to remind everybody. Okay, I'm giving away my extra copy of Tears of the Kingdom. All you need to do is go leave us a review at your podcast platform of choice. And all you got to say is uh, hopefully something nice and then hashtag tears giveaway. Okay, that's all you got to do. That's it. That's all. Give us a review. Ideally five stars, but I mean, hey, uh, we're not forcing anybody. And uh, and I'll pick a winner and I'll ship you a copy of Tears of the Kingdom. It's easy as that. There we awesome. go. Okay. Yeah. Man, I'm really jealous that you're seeing Spider-Verse tonight. Woo! Should I, I, should I go? Go, well, try. I mean, like, I got to work on Monday, you know. It's, Ugh, well, <laughs> I also kind of want kind of want to play Zelda. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, true. I'm, but you're I'm right. Gonna... This is going to be like two hours of my life. That's I can do. That. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the first movie was such a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to go see the next one. Yeah, that's true. Um, OK, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to get in my Zelda now so that I can go Spider-Verse it later tonight. Uh, so there, there we go. go. Um, okay. Well, that is going to do it for us this week. Thank you for uh, for being along with the ride with us and, and hanging out with us um, once again. If you uh, you know, like I said, if if you're if you're worried about spoilers for next week, listen at your own pace. Come back. These episodes will always be here. Uh, do it. Do it on your time. Do what's best for you. Um, that being said, we're gonna get out of here. We are going to uh, get back to playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, but you can check us out over on Twitter. Uh, we are at the TheZeldaCast. And, of course, I'm at Spateri316. Al is at Allison Aletha. And you can uh, leave us a nice review wherever you get your podcast. Five stars would be awesome. And subscribe to us while you're there. Uh, recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. Tell people about our Tears of the Kingdom interactive map. And tell them about the TheZeldaCast. We're doing it every single week. We had, um, you know... We had our best month ever. Like, I, I kind of posted this on Twitter. I'm not, like, a big stats guy, but the amount of of, of love that we're getting the last couple months has been uh, amazing, phenomenal. We did last mm-hmm. month what we did the first year that we launched this podcast, so it's been incredible to see. 
Um, we've been on a bunch of charts, which is super cool, as well as our buddies have too. Uh, our, our pals over at Chat of the Wild, Zelda Lore, another Zelda podcast, all of our guys. Uh, all these Zelda podcasts are killing it out there. So, you know, obviously check us out, but but go and give them a listen too. Lots of people doing so many cool Zelda things out there. So uh, make sure that you're spreading that love around. So many different opinions on Tears of the Kingdom and, uh, you know, all of them, all of them great. So check them out. Um, okay, that's it. We're out of here. Until next week, everybody. Take care. Bye.